another pandemisode of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Ciampanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Oh, Kirk, how are you doing? I'm today? never leaving. I'm staying here forever. Oh, isn't it great? It's great. Nothing. I there's no it. downside. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for me, that's true. But we'll get into that a little later. Yes. Um, I wanted to talk about your last top five. I oh. listened to all of your yeah. five uh, track one side ones exciting and i just wanted to say what my favorite one was but before i say it do you think you can guess okay what my favorite of your five i'm gonna say i just off the top of my head the first thing that came is the booming system it's the booming system <laughs> i figured LL cool j yeah you had Great. that's that's a that's a good paul 1990 i feel this hard yes cut. i I put it, I cycled it into my daily playlist of old favorites, uh-huh. and uh, I've been listening to it a lot. It's great. Oh, and good. right away, what I loved about it was, well, it's got that great sample of The Payback by James yes. Brown. But to me, when I hear that, I don't think The Payback by James Brown. I think En Vogue. Never going to oh, get it. You're never going to get it. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. I heard, but oh, this predates that. Yes, so I think I think En Vogue because of the added like drums on you know on the actual James Brown sample it feels like En Vogue used the sample from mm. Boomin Systems. Oh yeah, you know what the, I mean. Yeah, like it even has the same beat over it. Yeah, like over the James Brown hook. It's like a copy of a copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. But it's oh. such a great, such a great sample. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love it's this. such. And his rap over it is so good. Yeah. And it's so yeah. simple. It's like, I just need a beat in my car. That's what yeah. I want. It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so glad I was you liked really it. really happy with that. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but now it's time for Don't At Me. Yes, of course, Don't At Me is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. Don't. What do you want the order to be? Why don't you go first this time? You want me to go first? Sure. Near Wild Heaven is so good, I wouldn't have been mad if R.E.M. had let Mike Mills sing lead on a few more songs. Don't at me about this super spicy, super hot take. What is the song again? It's Near Wild Heaven, which uh-huh. is a song on Out of Time, which is the album with Losing My Religion on it. Oh, from 1991. Okay. It actually is a single, but it's like the fifth single and oh. it wasn't. So it's not you know, a deep There's a video not, for it, but it was not a big hit. It's not and, technically uh, a deep cut? No. Well, I didn't mean, you know, what does deep cut really mean? I it's, guess not, it, not released it, it was as a single. Officially, officially, it was released as a single. Mm-hmm. I I never knew it from the radio or anything, but it's it's the yeah. a rare occurrence of Mike Mills sings lead and Michael Stipe sings backup, and it's great. I've never heard a single where that has been the case. Yeah, from what because I only know the hits and the hits are yeah. always Michael Stipe. But I think I mentioned before Mike Mills singing background is is so wonderful. Yeah, that's that's sort of what made me think of it is because you mentioned that yeah. you learned to love It's the End of the World as We Know It and you love Mike Mills like backing vocals and I was like, yeah, that's on yeah. all their songs. That was sort of their thing. Mike Mills always sang back up. And would, uh, would you say that Mike Mills is the uh Michael Anthony 
of R.E.M. I don't know enough about Van Halen's group structure to know how how that stuff broke down. All I know is that the story goes, uh, Michael Anthony is a serviceable bass player, but is such a good harmonizer that they always wanted him in the band until they kicked him out. But yeah. I um I think Mike Mills is better than serviceable. Yeah, probably. Um I think I mean uh <laughs> I mean I could get into a whole REM thing. This could be an REM podcast if you <laughs> if you let me make it one. But Peter Buck I think is a guitar mm. virtuoso and and genius. I don't know if I'd go so far as to call Mike Mills a bass virtuoso. He's yeah. a good bass player. His voice isn't pretty. He's not like a great singer but there's something just about the way it it uh it vibes with michael stipe's yeah vocals that works yeah, yeah. they they really make it work i agree with you a hundred percent i'm gonna agree with you a hundred percent even though i don't know that song <laughs> you would hate this song i think i probably hate the song but, uh, but i just like mike mills's voice so i'm good with it i'm good yeah, with it. I, he's he's my favorite member of rem i'll say that i love mike mills he's a cool guy anytime you see them interviewed He's 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 real cool because Michael Stipe is sometimes like that. He's a little pretentious, and if yeah. you're not in the mood for him, I could just be like, "Ah, oh, shut up, Michael." <laughs> yeah, stop it. But but Mike and Peter are always cool. All right, I'll get behind that. Yeah. All uh, right. Hit us with your don't at me. My don't at me is this: I'm constantly mixing up Berlin with missing persons, but I don't care enough to remedy that. <laughs> don't at me. Which band is Missing Persons again? What was their big hit? This is I I had to look it up because I'm constantly confusing them. And I still don't remember it. And I had to remember it for the show. Yeah. Missing Persons does like uh does Walking in LA. I vaguely know that. Walking I know exactly who LA. Berlin is. Yeah, Berlin does Take My Breath Away and No More Words. And the Metro. And the Metro, which is their best song. Metro's yeah, the Metro is their um, masterpiece. And uh Missing Persons does walking out missing persons is probably a little more alternative because they didn't have as big as pop hits. Yeah. Uh, missing persons always stayed a little bit new wavy. And then Berlin was like, let's go pop and do the theme song from top gun. Yeah. Um, but I always mix them up. I always think Berlin is missing persons and missing persons, Berlin. And I'm like, uh, if I forget it, it's fine. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I don't have the energy to correct myself anymore. My whole youth, I o- I always knew Berlin only from Take My Breath Away. And then oh. I saw a show that I've talked about on our podcast before in the mm-hmm. early to mid-2000s. There was a show on VH1 called Bands Reunited. Yes, great show. Where, this, where the incredibly annoying host, who I couldn't stand, his mission was to go to each individual member of these bands that had broken up typically bands from the 80s and try to yes. get them to, to reunite just to put on one show. And sometimes there was a lot of acrimony in the band and sometimes he failed. Sometimes in the end they would not end up getting back together. Right. And sometimes they did. I've talked about them before because they did it with Climax. You know, oh, that's uh, the best one. Yeah, it was great. And but then another one they yeah. did that ended up being a really good episode was Berlin. And uh, and the song that they performed that they sort of featured was the Metro. And I was like, this is a great song. And it's funny because I can't remember her name, the the lead singer from the band. Oh, I but can't she, remember either. She and the main songwriter slash keyboardist had been in a relationship when they were in the band together. So like them breaking up as a couple sort of is what sort of split up the band. Oh. And so getting them, it was a good episode because getting them to come back together 
you know, it wasn't it wasn't a great breakup, and they were sort yeah. of like, I don't want to, you know, we didn't, I don't want to get, you know, do that. Yeah. But then when they both they both ended up getting on board and like having a lot of fun and sort of being cool with each other, and the whole band was really happy to do it, and oh. it was sort of the happiest one. That's sweet. Yeah. That's very good. sweet. And it made yeah. me and it made me like Berlin. I still like Berlin. Yeah. Mer- Metro is a great song. Yeah. I, I had a video on deck for our normal format of of Berlin doing the Metro recently, and she's like sixty and still so hot. Oh like she yeah. has not aged. She was killing it, like performing the shit out of this song. And uh you know, there's a little preview because someday we'll be able to do our regular yeah. show again and, and we'll watch that. <laughs> someday it'll get back to normal and we'll watch. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but now it's time for a little something we call Tribute. Okay, Tribute is a game in which Kirk and I take turns naming tribute bands. These are real, active tribute bands, and the other of us has to name which artist or band that act is in tribute to, right? So, for example, Kirk, if I said the tribute band is Love Sexy, we know, of course, that that is a Prince Prince tribute band. Yes. But they're not all going to be that easy. No. Some might be, some might not be. Yeah, like I did last time. I, I tried to order them what I think will be easiest to most difficult. But I'm all o- I'm all over the place. Some you're going to mm-hmm. get. Some if you get, I'll be like, wow, I can't. I don't know how you got that. Okay. All right. Why don't you p- pitch me one first? I'm going to pitch you my first one. Yeah. This is Bonfire. That's got to be ACDC. That is 100% correct. Yeah. There you bon go. Scott. Yes. And he's on right. fire. And when they put out a box set in the 90s of all the Bon Scott era stuff, the name of the box set was Bonfire. Oh, I almost bet that that's why they did that then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, this one this one will be really easy for fans of this band. I don't know if you'll get the reference. Okay. Moving Pictures. Ah, I know the reference. God damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. I know exactly the reference. And I'm blanking on the band. I'll give you a little hint and tell you that's the name of an album. Yes, I knew band. that. Yeah. I just can't. I'm. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Is it Fleetwood Mac? No. No. Okay. No, no. Is it. Oh, I'm blanking. I know movie pictures as a novel. You can I keep guessing. Can't... It's not Trivial Pursuit if you want to keep guessing. Uh, movie pictures. I believe you that you know it and you're going to kick yourself when you hear it. ELO? Yellow. No. I thought you said yellow, you know, like, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and just tell me. Rush. Oh, God damn it. That's right. I should, that was a huge album. Yeah. I think it's the one with Limelight on it or Tom yeah. Sawyer or one of those fucking songs. One of those songs. Oh, I should have known that. <laughs> should have known yeah. that. Rush. The right. album's so big, you, you know of it, even though you hate the band. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Mine, uh, I think you might know this. I didn't know it. Uh, mm-hmm. Candy O. That's the cars. That is correct. The cars. Yep. And that's an album too, I think. I, I believe that's their second, maybe third album. Okay. That sounds, yeah. it was definitely an early album. I knew that. Yeah. 
It's a good one. Uh, okay, this one is going to sound like I'm making it up, but this is real and apparently a very popular tribute act. Blobby Williams. Blobby I, Williams. It's a tribute band, but the it's a fat Robbie Williams. Yep. Okay. Hey. It's a, it's a fat it's a fat Robbie Williams impersonator. I'd see that. He does a perfect Robbie Williams and he's a fat guy. Blobby <laughs> Williams. Perfect. And he's from and he's Listen. from the UK and apparently he's very popular and highly acclaimed. I would have no doubt cuz yep. he's uh Robbie Williams is a god in England. I love his Robbie Williams song Millennium. I think that's a great yeah. song. Yep. It's the only we song I really know with from Isabel. Him. Yeah. All right. And I love uh, that his tribute goes <laughs> Blobby Blob. Williams. He's just owning it. He's just yeah. owning it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh my next one. One more for the road. Ooh. One more for the road. Whatever I say is gonna be a total guess. And I immediately had two wild guesses pop into my head. May I say both of them? And if one yes. of them's right, we'll say I got it. Yes. Willie Nelson or The Grateful Dead? Ooh, both are wrong, but you're kind yeah. of in the right era and realm. Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they have an album or, or song called One More for the Road? I think you know? they had One More for I think there was a song called One More for the Road, if I okay. recall. Yeah. Uh, I feel you're, like you're, you're right. I got, I got close enough. Yeah, you were right, you're right worse. in that realm. You weren't that yeah. far off. It's because all of those acts are very well branded. Y- yes, exactly. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, yeah, yeah, they all have their thing. Yeah. Um, this one might be a little difficult because, and this is a hint, I know you hate this band. Ooh, okay. The Soft Parade. Is it The Doors? Yes. <laughs> All right. It is The Doors. They have an album called The Soft Parade. I vaguely remember that. Touch Me on it. It's the one where they added in all the horns. It's all bad. You know how Touch Me has those horns? That's all over the whole album. Oh, yeah. I just remembered Touch Me. That song sucks. That's <laughs> It's really bad. And that's the album that even when I was a teenage Doors fan, I had to like really try to convince myself that I liked that album, but I did not listen to it very oh. much. I haven't yeah. thought about that song in ages. Now I'm mad. Just even the album title pisses me off. The Soft Parade. <laughs> the Soft Parade. It's yeah. quiet. Then again, if that had been a, the name of a Sade album, I'd be like, that. That's beautiful. <laughs> Would be-, <laughs> be like, you'd be like, that's so nailed wonderful. it, Sade. Way to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Life is just a soft parade if you're chill. If you're just if you're just sad, <laughs> life is a soft parade like Sade. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a hard parade. Yeah. All right. This is 50-50 because you, you've said you might mm-hmm. not know much about this band, but you might know it anyway. Uh, Pretzel Logic. Pretzel Logic? Yeah. It, that's, uh, isn't that Steely Dan? That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. I, a lot of, most of the tribute bands, you know, when I research these, I would say a good 85% of tribute bands are the Beatles Elvis and mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra. Yes. 100%. And like a sprinkling of a lot of share. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wade yes. through so many tributes to those artists to find other ones. Yeah. And and then a lot of the other ones are just too obvious. And one that I wanted because I liked it, but it was it was too obvious who it was, was a Steely Dan tribute called I think it was Nearly Dan. <laughs> was the name oh. of the 
That's that good. Fun. That's I fun. like that. Yeah, Pretzel Logic is better though. Pretzel Logic is good. Yeah, the name of their album. All right. I'm really curious to see if you get this next one. Okay. GABA. Ooh. And this is a real one. Again, this one's going to sound like I'm making this up because sometimes I make these up. This one is a real. GABA. I, I, GABA. Okay. I'll spell it. G-A-B-B-A. Yep. So it's some sort of take on an ABBA group. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go... It's a it's a mashup of ABBA and Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> I would love to see how that looks. <laughs> I don't know. But how that's that looks, not but it. Yeah, I'm going to give you a big fat hint, and if this doesn't give it away for you, you never would have gotten it. Okay. Do you know which ba- band has sort of the catchphrase "Gabba Gabba Hey"? I know "Gabba Gabba Hey." I don't know the band then. That's that's the Ramones. And what oh. this what this band is is they do ABBA songs in the cl- classic punk rock style of the Ramones. I would never go see that, but that is genius. <laughs> that is genius. That, That's like that would be funny. like something you and I should go see. I don't like ABBA. <laughs> oh, that's right. You hate ABBA. I, I hate ABBA. It was the op- opposite. Yeah. yeah, I hate ABBA. I probably like the Ramones more than I like ABBA. Yeah, yeah. So they um, do ABBA songs in the style of the Ramones. But that's genius. That is a genius yeah. take. Well done. Yeah. And um, you know it's the type of thing where they thought of the idea of the name first, and then they were yeah. like, we should do that. <laughs> yeah. They, they yeah. came with that name and like, well, we have to do it. We there's, can't waste that name. There's a 0% chance it went in the opposite direction where someone had the idea, why don't we play ABBA songs like, but like the Ramones? And then someone said, and I know the perfect name. Because <laughs> exactly. it's too perfect. They definitely came up with the name first. Yeah. It the was name reverse engineered. The idea. Yes. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have two more. Uh, this okay. first one. Uh, this this. It's not uh, a two more. Nick, I, I got two more, and this one should probably be really easy, but I put it in anyway because I think the last one's hard. Uh, mm-hmm. American Girl. Oh, it's Tom Petty. Yeah, Tom Petty. And the and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, there's a lot of Tom Petty ones too. Yeah, I think it's just because everyone loves Tom Petty. I mean, even I like Tom Petty. I, you can't go yeah. wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I'll say this. Everyone likes Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I've never, I, I'm sure he does have really hardcore fans, but I've, I, I've never met anyone who's like, Tom Petty is my favorite. I'm sure there are. I've never met. Yeah. But I've never met anyone who's been like, fuck Tom Petty. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. Never. That's, no, 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 never. Everyone He's always got Tom some Petty. good stuff. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, okay. I also have two more. Okay. Uh, the penultimate one here, name of the band, Burning Down Love. Burning Down Love. I don't know. I'm blanking. So this band, they went a little bit, a little bit more. They, they didn't keep it as simple as naming themselves after an album or a song. This is a lyric. Oh, from, okay, hang on. Yeah. The, the lyric is popping into my head. Yep. <laughs> I just, I'm not going to get it though. Go ahead. You too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, now it's there. Now it's is there. It, it's not with or without you. It's it's something off of Joshua Tram. I'm blanking out what song it is now though. It's uh, Where the Street Has No Name. 
Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Burning now down. Now that it's there, it's there. Everywhere. I applaud yep. them. Good for yeah. them for doing that. And it's a cool. And it's kind of a cool. It's a cooler band name than U2 Music deserves. <laughs> it's <clears throat> it's a cooler band name that a cover tribute band deserves too. It's a better name than the original band has. U2 <laughs> has always been a terrible name for a band. Granted, I would yeah. not. I would not disagree. <laughs> All right. I love. I just love to dunk on. Bono and the I, 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 I understand. I don't hate them. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with them. All right. This next one, I will be impressed if you get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a deep cut, but I'm just wondering if you know it. Uh, the tribute band is Cherish the Day. Cherish the Day. Huh. The only thing that comes to mind is the word cherish makes me think Madonna. No. Is that anywhere close? I'll give, no. no. I'll give you a hint. Because yes, you, you got me real excited. You yeah. mentioned this person about three minutes ago. The fuck? Just randomly. <laughs> I did? Yeah. You mentioned this artist just off the cuff, randomly, having nothing to do necessarily with what we were talking about. I mean, I just spit so much gold. I can't remember <laughs> I mean, what I might have said. There was so much hot fire. Who, what? Which one were we talking about when I said this thing? Oh, God. Uh, I think we were talking about... Oh, we were talking about the Soft Parade. We were talking about the Soft Parade. Oh. Sade? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. That's so weird that I would randomly invoke I know. You know I love Synergy, so I was like biting my tongue. I was so excited. Cherish the Day. Now, how is that a Sade reference? Cherish the Day is a song off of her 1992 album, Love Deluxe. It was a big hit. Okay. I never would have gotten there. I just love the fact that there's a Sade tribute. I would pay top dollar to see a Sade <laughs> tribute. I mean, yeah. I don't. I would pay as much to see that as actual Sade. Well, check YouTube first to see if they're any good because <laughs> you can do that now. That's true. I should go yeah. look that up because maybe yeah. they're delightful. And if they are, I'll just start following them. I feel like someone who's cool enough to do a Sade tribute isn't fucking around. Like, they're not going to half-step it. Yeah, they're going to need some chops because there's a lot of jazz influence. And the singer better know how to sing and she better evoke what uh, Sade evokes. Yeah, because, again, any asshole thinks they can do a Beatles tribute. Yeah. Or uh, thinks they can sing like Frank. Yeah, exactly. Some from Guido from Jersey is like, I can do it just like Frank. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, but but if you choose to do a Sade tribute, you're bringing something to the table. I, feel. I agree. You're not 100%. doing that casually. 100%. All right, here's my last one, Kirk. All right. Smiley Cyrus. Smiley Cyrus. Okay, so it's Miley Cyrus, but it's... Yeah. It's... It's Miley Ray Cyrus... Songs done like the Beach Boys. Oh my God! I made that one up, and you got it. It's <laughs> Miley Cyrus tribute in the psychedelic chamber pop style of the Beach Boys. Yes, does not really exist. I invented it, and you picked up what I was putting down, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> things are good in quarantine. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good, man. That's good. awesome. Um, yeah, have you figured out yet that there's no such thing as Billy Vanilli? 
<laughs> you were so excited. I did look. Was, yeah. No, I looked and then I got there's, it. Because I looked. No at, such thing as I did a deep dive and I just went, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There had to be something. There's nothing. So. No. <laughs> yeah. That one was too absurd. Although I do think Smiley Cyrus is feasible. If if you can have GABA, which is a real one. I mean, yeah. I would love to hear Miley Cyrus songs rearranged to sound like they come from pet sounds. I mean, there's no rules in the tribute band uh, arena. Do what you want. Yeah. And I love those that do mashups. I oh, love yeah. a tribute mashup. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. Okay, now it's time for Top Fives, which has become the major feature of our show during the pandemic. Uh, this is the part of the, uh, the show that uh, since Kirk and I are quarantined and we can't maintain our regular format, we created this segment to fill out our mini-episode format. Each week, we'll choose a different topic for a list, then we'll each list our top five items for that topic, and Kirk, because we're doing this for the pandemic, I thought a good topic would be Social distancing songs. Yes. Top five songs about social distancing, the situation everyone in the world is in, if they're yes. responsible. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So we're going to create a little themed playlist. Yeah. Theme, with our list. Little themes. Yeah. 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 See how we go. I think uh, I started last time, so you want to kick it off this I time? I will kick it off okay. with, a, with a band you love. Whoa. A song you might have forgotten of because it was a hit, but it was kind of one of those tail end of their uh, uh, of their rise hits. Mm-hmm. It was, you mm-hmm. know, they had already hit it big. They were already doing big. And this is kind of they're getting a little older. This mm-hmm. is Four Seasons of Loneliness by Boys to Men from 1997. I have never heard of that song. I do love Boys to Men, but I don't really know much Boys to Men beyond their second album with all yeah. the huge hits on it. This was yeah. like they had their first album, second album. They'd already done like I'll Make Love to You. They'd mm-hmm. already done on Ben End of the Knee, Road. Yeah. End of Road, Mama. All the all songs the- that played at my junior high school dances. <laughs> yes. So yeah. this was 97. What's it called again? Can you repeat four, the title? Four Seasons of Loneliness. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and, I see you're nice. Yeah, yeah, see? See? Because that's what we're in for. <laughs> it's what we're in for. Just four seasons yeah. of loneliness. Yeah. Um, it's a, I love this song and I forgot about it because it wasn't a huge hit. It was probably a medium hit and it was one of those like, okay, they got maybe one or two more albums and then that's going to be probably it because we're hitting the millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit of boys to men exhaustion. It's obviously a ballad. Uh, the video, look at the video because you're just like, whoa, they spent a ton of 1997 money to do this video. <laughs> it's so computer graphics heavy. Oh, no. Yep. Each guy is in their own, you know, season. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Singing about. Oh, this being, is before they became a trio. Yeah. It's before, it's bass like, singer left. Actually, right before the bass singer left. Yeah. It's pretty much. So, uh, yeah, each one of them is in their own season. Winter, spring, yeah. summer, fall, and they're they're lonely and they're by themselves yeah. in their in their uh, in their season, and it's silly and ridiculous, but the song is good. The song is a good <laughs> slow sad song. So yeah. uh, I started off with four seasons of loneliness. Boys to men. See, um, I don't know it. I'll check it out. It's funny how you said obviously a ballad because as much as I love Boys to Men, I almost regret that their second album had. All those huge ballady hits, and then yeah. they became like that sort of band. Because to me, 
it's all about uh, Motown Philly. Like, that's oh. still my favorite Boys to Men song. It's like, they don't have to just do slow jams. No. I want to hear them do Motown Philly type stuff. You know, my favorite song of theirs is off that first album, which is um, um, Little Things Mean a Lot, which is a good yeah. New Jack song. Maybe right around this 97 time, they had a yeah. really good uh, bop. I think Diddy produced it. It was called I Can't Let Her Go. Yeah. And it's a great, it's a great up-tempo, up-tempo. song. And you're yeah. like, you could have done more of these. Yeah. You didn't always have to be the, the, the slow jam guys. If you feel up to it, could I give you a little homework? Yeah, let me write my could, homework could, down. Could you make me a 10 to 12 song playlist of up-tempo boys to men tracks in the in the vein of Motown Philly? Yes. A lot like, of it's going to be from that first album, but hell yes. Well, yeah, probably Ooh, the new Jack Swing stuff, right? I got a good but if one there for are it. if there are deep cuts from the later albums that they've got to have like some up tempo cuts on all their albums, it can't all be ballads, right? No, and I mean, come on, they have an up tempo track off of White Man Can't Jump, which is going to lead off my playlist. For oh, you. okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is going to be exciting. Cool, cool, cool. It's the first thing I'm going to do in the morning and do work later. Yeah. I'm going to kick it off with the classic. From 1969, mm-hmm. big hit song for one of the biggest, best bands of all time. From their album, Puzzle People. Do you know who had an album called Puzzle People in 1969? No, the name not. of the song is I Can't Get Next to You by The Temptations. Oh, shit. That was the name of that album? Puzzle People. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they that's... were a singles band. It's, I mean, you know. Yeah. But, that's, uh, their, that's my favorite song by them. It's great. This is right in there, Dennis Edwards era. David uh, Ruffin is gone from the band. They're yeah. getting funkier, but it's still the 60s. Yeah. Right? So it's pre-Papa Was a Rolling Stone, I think. Or maybe think that's so. on, or that might be on this album, but maybe it's, I think that's 70 or 71. I think but it's can't get seven, next to you it must be great. seven. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good song. That and is I like, such a good well, song. Yeah. I picked it for this because it's... The 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 phrase in the song "I can't get next to you" is more figurative, you know, in the song. Yeah, but now it's literal. Now it's exactly, literal. exactly. Yeah, he can do all these things. He can't get next to you, literally. Yeah. Now, yes, yeah. yeah, very true. That song yeah. is so good. That's uh, I think it's even better than just my imagination. That's how much I love that song. Yeah, I love how this one really features all of them. You know, because a lot of the hits, it's like David Ruffin singing lead, or Eddie Kendricks is singing yeah. lead, or, or or Paul is singing lead, or whatever. Otis never sang lead, because nobody's come to see you, Otis. But, uh, <laughs> wow. But, you know, everybody gets a little part in this one. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And it hits hard. It is like a hard oh, yeah. song. It rules. Oh, so good. I was listening to it today. I'm like, yeah, it's not, you know, a lot of... A lot of old songs, you like it, but there's always a little quaintness in it. I'm like, no, this song still fucking rips. Yeah, this song yeah. is big time. Big yeah. time. Um, all right, my number four, you may know. Mm-hmm. Kind of a one-hit wonder. Uh, from 1982, it's Only the Lonely by the Motels. I don't know if I know that. Okay, it was a big, big hit. It is was it a cover? Uh, no, no, it's not oh. the cover of, was that Roy Orbison or? yeah. Yeah, no, this is an original song. Did you or did you put this on the show once? Did we watch the video for this? No, I don't think no, we okay. did. Uh, right. But Only the Lonely is a very mid-tempo, early 80s song. And of course, it wouldn't be complete without a saxophone solo. Mm-hmm. So there is a sax solo in it. And the whole chorus is great because it's Only the Lonely can play. Only yeah. the Lonely. 
Yep. So true, man. We're all which is everybody. <laughs> which is now the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, Everybody's one hit wonder. Lonely. Yeah. Should have uh should have been a little bit bigger, but yeah, they had like one hit, maybe two hits, and then that was it. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. And also great name for great eighties name, the motels. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um my number four, I doubt you'll know it, and the reason why it works won't be obvious. But the name of the song from the album I Wanna Grow Up from 2015 is TV by Colleen Green. I have no, no idea. Can you no, say, it, say it one more time? The name of the song? Yeah. TV. The song is TV. And what's TV. the name of the, off the album? I Wanna Grow Up. I Wanna Grow Up. Oh, yeah. I like the name of that album. By, by Colleen Green. I, that album came out. I, I listened to it so much that spring and I went to see her play. She's great. And uh, the, I, the reason the song works is because it's all about how like the the narrator is like TV is her only friend. She'd rather watch TV <laughs> than go out. She, TV's better than people. It's always Holy been. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. The, the first lyrics are like TV is my friend and it has always been there for me. And <laughs> it's like. Oh my so it's God. all about it's all about being a shut in and staying yeah. in your room and watching TV because it's better than going out and uh, it's better than other people. She was a fortune teller. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. And it plays into like why this whole social distancing thing, while it's couched in a nightmare, really plays to my lifestyle because <laughs> I, I really just this is how I live anyway. So you're good. I, I'd always rather. Yeah, I'd rather I live alone. I'd rather stay home and watch TV anyway. And that's what this <laughs> song is all about. What's the song? What's the song like? Is it a is it a rocker? Is it a- it's sort of like um, yeah? It's 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 modern like indie. Oh okay. It this almost sounds like a '90s throwback. This song. Ooh, okay. She's on the Hardly Art label, and a funny thing happened with, where I got into her music, and then I found out that my best friend from college is friends with her because she, he's he was sort of a, an amateur musician. And they, he, we were in college together at URI and he left after freshman year and went to UMass Amherst. And Colleen Green is from Massachusetts and went to UMass Amherst. Oh. And they were buddies while they were in college together. He's like, yeah, I know Colleen. That's and crazy. Then so, I, so when I went to see her play, I had this fantasy of just being, of like, you know, introducing myself and being like, we both know Mark <laughs> and uh, so we should be friends. And I never did that because yeah. I'm not that asshole but yeah no you like, took a good in i have an in a conversational in with colleen yeah. green you know mark, mark mark right mark henderson mark henderson my dude <laughs> so if you're listening mark what's up not uncle mark a different mark different my life mark. has so many marks it really does uh, <laughs> uh that is a genius song i don't even know it but all i know is that's so smart. listen to that's it so for great. the lyrics it's really funny and yeah. uh and i relate to it yeah. right tv by colleen Green. Green. Which is her real name, and it's a great name. Good for her. I'm doing that as part of my homework again. Yeah. Um, All right. My number three, Mm -hmm. shockingly, is not my number one because it's Prince. Ooh. Uh, But it's my number three. Uh, It's – I've played it – we played a cover of it uh, a while back. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is Another Lonely Christmas by Prince, 1984. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my favorite Christmas songs. Very sad. Uh, my f- It has one of my favorite Prince lyrics ever, which is very uh, apropos. Uh, Every mm-hmm. Christmas night for seven years now, I drink banana daiquiris till I'm blind. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's what we're all doing. We're just we're at home. Yeah, it's very likely going to be a, a lonely Christmas this year, even though Oof. it's only May now. Yeah. Of course, as, as bad as things are right now, they're saying that second wave that's going to come in the fall and winter is going to be way worse. So get those banana daiquiris ready. Get, get them ready. <laughs> Stay in. Get get blind drunk on banana daiquiris. Just get and then wait for next Christmas. Wait for next Christmas, Christmas after next. Because this yeah. was another lonely. This one's going to be lonely. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. very lonely. But yeah, oh, that's bleak. That's bleak. <laughs> it's, it's, true. it's taking a turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's taking a turn, but it needs to happen. And I know how you love that song, and I've I never heard it before. You you played it on the show. Yeah, it, it's they they played it during Christmas in the eighties, and then would never yeah. play it again. And sometimes you'll hear it. What about on like the R and B stations that you're more familiar with? Now they they'll play, play it a little bit. They'll play it on one hundred two point three uh, in uh, in in KJLS, which is no KGL, uh, yeah, uh, in uh, LA. Yeah, uh, but that's really all you hear it. Yeah, uh, it's more of a, a a rare oddity than anything right now. Got it. Yeah. All right, my number three was I know it was a single. I don't know how big a hit it was because I never even heard of this band until I started working for a uh, celebrity ba- a brand in 2017. But this is a single from 2016 from their album 727. The song is called Work From Home by Fifth <laughs> Harmony. By Fifth Harmony. Do you know this band? I mean this song? No. no. But again, how did they know? Yeah, I mean, this is this was before the telecommuting craze really took hold by force. Yeah, I'm writing that and, one down uh, too. The song, of course, is about sex. It's about like, hey, don't go to work, stay home, and let's have sex. You <laughs> can work for you can work from home today. That's what the song's about. But um, but now we're all working from home. And, yes, and it's so it's a telecommuting anthem, and we don't really have any other telecommuting anthems. I no. think maybe we will start to get them. Yeah. But but we'll call this one the first. It's the first song wow. that I from home. Now, what's this song sound like? It's a, it's just a big pop song. Okay. You don't know you don't know Fifth Harmony. Are they a girl group? They're a girl group. Yeah. They um, I never like I said I, when I started working for Holly Scoop in in 2017. I don't work there anymore. But it was right around the time that Camila Cabello left Fifth Harmony. You know. Camilla okay. Cabello, yes. She's yes. That's how I know this all. Okay. But she started in this group Fifth Harmony, and it was like a big deal when she quit. And so when I was with this celebrity brand, and they were covering like all of the acrimony between Camila Cabello and the rest of the band, I was like, I'd never even heard of this group. <laughs> Didn't even know who they were at all, and suddenly I had to be like posting about it on social media. Yeah. I basically spent two years of my life pretending to be a 15 year old girl <laughs> on on uh, on this on, on Holly Scoop social media. So all those people who saw those tweets and Facebook posts, that was this rude bag of chilies and pistols, <laughs> not one of your not one of your own. Yeah, they must have yeah. been like, oh, this this girl that's on this social media really knows her shit." I had to take a crash course on on like you know um, Kylie Jenner and uh, oh my god and all and all the pop stars and so I got to know that stuff pretty much. And I like Fifth Harmony and this is actually I like this song. Work from Home is a good one. I'm I'm gonna check it's that fun. one out as well. It's fun. That's yeah. a great name. I think you'll like it, Kirk. It's a jam. I'm I'm, I'm looking it up after yeah. after we're done with this. Telecommuting Bob. <laughs> you just claimed it. That's genius. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Work from home. Uh, my number two is not a Bob, but it is one of my favorite songs. It is a cover, yeah, uh, and it is a cover of a Dionne Warwick song, but done better by Luther Vandross. It is A House is Not a Home. 
from 1981. <laughs> okay. Um, it House is Not a Home, I think is a Burt Bacharach song that Dionne Warwick, he gave to Dionne Warwick in like the 70s or early yeah. 70s or so. And uh, apparently Luther's like, that's my song. I, this is my this is my this is my anthem and yeah. then when he became a star he's like well i'm going to cover this in honor of dion warwick and he kills it it is such a yeah. good song uh it's so sad and so just like a house is not a home if you're not here it's just, yeah. just a fucking house yeah it's true um, yeah but now we're true. all in our houses we're all, we're all, all here houses. we're all very present in our houses yes Hopefully, making them into homes. Hopefully we're making them into homes because we're if on day 62. <laughs> you're counting the days. Yeah. We have uh, a quarantine tally on our fridge. Oh, uh, that's, that's tough. <laughs> it's tough. That's tough. But I, I, love, that say, I love how Luther Vandross keeps popping up. And he almost popped up in our last top five from me. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Because one of the songs, and no, but I found something out. It wasn't a Luther Vandross song. In my top five side ones, track ones, I never really considered it, but I sort of looked at it, was um, Young Americans by David Bowie. Yes. When I was reading about it, I found out that Luther Vandross sang backup on that album. Yeah, he sang backup song. and he uh, he arranged the background vocals for the entire album. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. That's Luther Vandross on the Young Americans album. That's cool. Yeah, it was just yeah. some random thing where he was happened to be in the studio because his friends were working in the studio and he was just singing... And then David Bowie walked in and was like, hey, you're great. Do you want yeah. a background sing for me? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I do. That's great. Never yeah. knew that at all. It was awesome very stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. You're yeah. at number two. Number two. My number two. This is, a, this is an old classic from 1971. Okay. From an album titled Ram. You know who this is going to be? That is Paul McCartney. It's Paul and Linda McCartney. Is it Wings Kirk. yet? No, it's not Wings. It's okay. pre-Wings, but it's not Paul McCartney solo. It's Paul and Linda. Okay. But you're right. But you're right. Yeah. And the song is called Eat at Home. Oh. Eat at Home. Paul. Eat at Home is the name what, of the song. What was the big hit off of Ram? I don't know if there was a big hit off of Ram. I think Ram is known more for being a great album. I don't think there's okay. a hit. Single. I'm racking my brain. I can't think I, of I, what I, it might I just be. I know the cover. But yeah, with him with the rim. Yeah. The yellow. Yeah. But Eat at Home is genuinely one of my favorite songs on that album. It's a great little up tempo song about uh eating at home, which is not a subject of a lot of songs. And <laughs> very rarely. But it fits into our lifestyle now. It is our entire lifestyle. If you want even if you want to eat restaurant food, go pick it up at the curb and then bring it home and eat it at home, man. That's right. That's all you got. We're not going out to restaurants, baby. We're eating nope. at home. We're eating at you don't home. Have, you don't have to make it. It's like the new you don't have to go home, but you can't <laughs> I was stay just here. Thinking that. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I have a question. You don't have to make it at home, but you can't <laughs> eat it here. But you can't eat it here. Get yeah. the fuck out and put your mask on. <laughs> yeah. Um why is it is it really a Paul and Linda McCartney album? Yes. Is it really? It's not just stop, a Paul one. Stop trying not to give Linda McCartney credit. I don't know enough about Linda to not or to uh, give her credit. People love to shit on Linda McCartney and it's just holdover sexism. It's the same reason people shit on Yoko. Like, yeah. Linda, Linda McCartney is great. Linda McCartney is a hero. There was this what viral, she- there was this picture that was going around Twitter a couple weeks ago 
where it was a picture from some big music festival in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. And in the picture were from right to left, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd, Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney. And they were all they were there together and they were uh-huh. watching whatever show. And it was a shot of them in the crowd at this music festival. And the caption on the Twitter post was Paul McCartney and David Gilmore at such and such festival. Oh. And like all the people in the in the comments were like, that's fucking Linda McCartney, asshole. Yeah. Like, it's just such a like a sexist thing to discount Linda. Linda's great. But it's no. Colin Linda McCartney. I'm asking legitimately, like, because yeah, yeah. did it she credited, play? Did she play like music? Like, I don't know. Was she a musician? <laughs> yeah, she's in Wings. She played okay. keyboards and she oh. sang backup. Okay. Not, not. She's not. <laughs> Look, she would have been truth. if she was alive. She was the first one to tell you she's not a musician. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, but who cares? It's rock music. You don't have to be a talented musician to play. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I can't play yeah. keyboard, so she's more of a musician than me. Yeah. Um, and and Paul McCartney does have solo albums. Yeah. But that album is credited to Paul and Linda. All right, then. Yep. Good to know. And the song, and Eat gr- at Home. Eat at Home. Eat at Home. Love Work it. from home. Eat at home. Watch, watch TV. TV. <laughs> That's it. Make your, house a, make your house a home for all the seasons so you're not lonely <laughs> at Christmas. Yep. Yeah. All the right. rest of the world's caught up with me. <laughs> We're all doing it. My number one is a yeah. very deep cut from Ooh. a band that you may or may not know. If you do know them, I'm going to guess that you like them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a song that I only knew of, I only discovered last year, but it's from 1987. The song is called Two Solitudes, and the band is Level 42. Level 42. You've never heard of Level 42? Never heard of them. They had, they're, they're a British band, British pop band, bigger in Britain than in the U.S. In the U.S., they had like two or three big hits. Their big hits were There's uh, Something About You, Leaving Me Now, and Lessons in Love. Uh, hmm. You would like them. Check them out. Very 80s British pop. Um, okay. Not new wave, definitely like pop tinged with a little R&B. And uh, this is their, from their album, Running With The Family. And the big hit off Running With The Family is Lessons In Love. Mm-hmm. You'll hear Lessons In Love and be like, oh, this sounds like it belongs in a movie from the 80s. Because it does. <laughs> um, but there's a deep cut that I found just listening to their album last year called Two Solitudes. Two and Solitudes. And it's, it's, it's kind of an, it's an up-tempo, but it's sad. Because um, it's about two people who are uh, basically in love together. But no, no, not even in love. It's there's they were in love. Now they're not in love, but they're still having sex. <laughs> yeah. Like all those people, all those real couples. Yes. Who either broke up right before the pandemic. Oh, good God. And then di- and there wasn't enough time to move out. Yeah. Before they had to not move out. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Or people who have broken up or are breaking up. Yeah. While under quarantine. Oh. And where are they going to go? Yeah. 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 And if they're just stuck there, they're like, whoa, we broke up, but there's nothing else yeah. to do. Yeah. Everyone, everyone keeps using the phrase alone together, which <laughs> yeah. is like, 
which is like the positive spin on it. But if you're in the middle of a fucking breakup during the pandemic, that's two solitudes, baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> well said. That's 100 percent. You're not alone uh, together anymore. Yes. You've got two separate solitudes. Yeah, you two separate solitudes. You're still having yeah. sex, but you don't want to yeah. be with that person. Well, I hope that you're having you're at least having sex, because if you're breaking up with somebody and you have to be in the same apartment as them and you're not having sex. Yes, that's exactly. Just, it's just yeah, worse. That's that's yeah. three brutalities. <laughs> All in one. Three, wait, it's three brutalities with two solitudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. my God. There's a great line that they repeat in it. And it's like, oh, God, that's awful. It yeah. basically they're saying uh, the line is. Your body will remember what your mind would choose to forget. Mm. <laughs> You're like, that's right. You're still having nice. sex, but you don't really want to, and you kind of wish you could forget it. But yeah. you're still doing it because yeah. you're you're alone. I hope neither together. of you has the Rona. Yeah. Oh God. Your body's really gonna remember. <laughs> you choose to forget. Wow. Yeah. This might be one of our darker episodes. Oh well, it's a dark time. Kurt. It's dark times, guys dark times yeah yeah all right my number one is a song from last year Ooh. and according to spotify and i would have told you my myself one of my most listened to songs of 2019 all right this is from an album called weird <laughs> the album's Towards. called weird uh-huh. by an artist who i suspect you know from the 90s but she's still really active and puts out like a new album every year okay including a police Covers album and an Olivia Newton-John covers album in the past couple of years. What? Yeah. But this is from her own so, uh, uh, solo album called Weird. The song is Staying In by Juliana Hatfield. No way! Yes. Remember Juliana Hatfield? I totally remember Juliana Hatfield. She is more prolific than ever, and she's great. I listen to oh. everything she does. I oh. love Juliana Hatfield. And this I song... no idea. Yeah. This song is about not just staying in, but like basically what I was talking about. Be, staying in because you're socially awkward. Yes. You, don't, you have no choice because it's just your lifestyle. Yes. That's what, the so- that's what the song is about. And I related to it very hard. Plus it's really, <laughs> plus it's really catchy. Wow. And now, like I, like I said, the world's caught up to me and Juliana. Because whether, yeah. whether or not you want to be, you're staying in. You're basically during this time going, where the fuck have you all been? I mean, yeah, I hate to be blasé about it because I know things are really bad. A lot of people are having a lot of difficulty for all the many reasons. Yeah. But other than the fact that, like, everyone I'm terrified of getting sick and dying, maybe. Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> this situation interlocks very neatly with my lifestyle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Remote That's living, crazy. remote living. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was already social distance, man. <laughs> I've been doing uh, it before you were born. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to sit here and say I prefer to make this podcast with you on Skype. I wish you were here, bro. Oh man, it'd be it's so much better when we're when we're yeah, together. It's it is more fun. Yeah. Uh, when we can hang out, but yes. uh, but for the most part, I really do like. And, and and my friends who are more social are, like, more proactive about being in touch with me because people are like, hey, you want to get on a Zoom call? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. And then we're going to have a conversation that we wouldn't have had at all 
If, yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, I, in a lot of ways, I'm actually more social by staying in. Talking That's to people probably more. true because you're talking yeah. to people more and doing yeah. more because people are available more and you're like yep. and you're like it's the difference between going hey do you want to go out to a bar and you're like Ugh, as opposed to yeah. do you want to do you want to have a Zoom call in the comfort of my home yeah sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. people are exercising more because like. When you tell people they can't go outside, except they should go for a walk just to get some fresh air. Like now everyone's always out walking in L.A. Yeah. Say again. Nobody walks in L.A. according to missing persons. It's well, it's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. Now everyone's doing it. I can cross the street. I can cross Franklin Avenue, not at a crosswalk. That's insane. And not at a stop sign because there's just not that much traffic. It's brutal by you. Yeah. That street is always busy, no matter yeah. what time of day. I I, wa- I crossed Franklin Avenue today at 6 p.m., not at the crosswalk. That's insane. I just, I darted across the street because there were no cars coming either direction. I mean, th- that's insane. For those people who know, who know, LA, who know LA know Franklin Avenue. Yeah. That's not, do. I mean, if anything, you could do that before because it would just be gridlock and the cars on Franklin would just not be moving. Exactly. That's the and only you could way weave you through them. Across. Yeah. There were no cars coming. Wow. Yeah. Lots of people on the sidewalks, though. Yeah. Way, way more than you'd normally see. It's this Absolutely. weird upside down world. But uh, but yeah, that's staying in. Staying in is was my lifestyle before and it's everyone's lifestyle now. You have a lot of good theme songs for the for the uh, quote. A coronavirus. Yeah. Really do. I applaud you on that. That's great. Thank you. Like you said, I was, I was born into this. You, know <laughs> <laughs> you were born this way. Yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but that's, uh, that's it for the top five. Yeah, we did it. So feel free, anyone listening, to compile those ten songs. Make yourself a little playlist. And uh, if you're feeling lonely, listen to that song about loneliness and being alone and doing things alone and maybe it'll make you feel worse (laughs) (laughs) yay (laughs) because none of the uh none of the songs i picked are depressing are yours yours some Uh, of yours are ballads some of them are sad uh, oh actually all of them are sad Mm-hmm. Four, four seasons of the loneliness, only the lonely, another lonely Christmas, a house is not a home, and two solitudes. Yeah, they're all sad. I picked okay. the sad ones. None, of, all of mine are up tempo. Yeah, so that's crazy. I think that if if you put them together, and and you know alternate them the way we presented them, you'll get a nice yin yang yeah. of of lonely sentiment. You'll, you'll you'll get your feeling and soundtrack for you know twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. We, we did it. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for the pandemisode. We're gonna we're gonna pause our trivia quiz until we can uh, uh, get back to our regular format. Yep. Tony Champanelli is not around to quiz master, so we're just gonna pause it right now. I have a one game winning streak, and yes. it's just gonna have to stay that way for a while. Yeah, we'll keep it at that, uh, and I, I will protect the non branded, <laughs> candy coated, chocolate covered peanut candies. With as if my life depends on it, as well you should. Time, it's the most important yeah. thing in your home right now. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, someday the the contest will be back on. It will be back on, on that for a while. and yeah. that'll be that will be our biggest concern. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Something tells me you're not hurting for this particular candy. No, not right at now. all. Because Paul generously <laughs> for my birthday gave me 
literally 9.5 pounds of peanut M&Ms. <laughs> that what, I, each pack was two pounds, six yes. ounces, I believe, and I got you four of those. You got me four, yeah. uh, which was very sweet and very funny. And I had to have uh, my wife hide them. <laughs> so I have a bag out right. uh, that I'm going through, but I can't. I can't find the other bags. She has to go get them for me when I say, can you get me another bag? Yeah. Otherwise, was, I'll just pound them. I, was, I had no concern at all that that would ruin the trivia quiz prize for you. God, no. Because I, I know still that if, if and when you win the normal size packet of them, even though you have nine and a half pounds at home, it will still be the sweetest pack of this candy you'll yes. ever get. That will be the yummiest uh, mm-hmm. candies I eat, more so yeah. than the birthday 9.5 pounds. It's your favorite candy and mine too, and I have no doubt that whichever one's of, one of us wins it, we will never enjoy that candy more than <laughs> this pack that I have in my desk drawer right now. Oh, it's going to be great. And yeah. again, I applaud you for not going, you know what, I'm just going to eat it. I I don't know <laughs> if I could – I don't know if I could do that. I really don't. I could – no, I, I have had this candy since I've had – I've had a, another pack of it that I yeah. bought separately. But the pack that – we set aside as our prize. That's our prize. I would not violate it that way. God bless you, sir. <laughs> because this ma- because our trivia contest so matters so little. I love to make it matter so much. Yeah, it has to. It has to. <laughs> Let's make it count yeah. more. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's sacred. Yes. But, sacred, but, sacred. but for now, that's the end of the penned episode. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.